Well, hello, everyone. This is Jessica. And this is Caitlin. And this is the Calling All Spirits podcast. How are you, Caitlin? Today has been next grade chaos with ups and downs, <laughs> lots of really good things, some less than thrilling things, but I'm uh, I'm very much relieved that we finally get to have our guest on today. So like, yay. Yes. Well, and I guess at least we can hint at when we're recording this, we're recording it a little bit earlier and, and it's appropriate to mention that Mercury is in retrograde right now. This is true. And I'm still not happy about the fact that that's suddenly affecting my life because <laughs> I went my entire life up until like half a year ago without Mercury retrograde affecting me because I was born in the retrograde. But now all of a sudden it's affecting me too. And I don't know who gave Mercury the cheat codes to my brain, but I'm displeased and we need to fix it. Well, we... We need Brandy, who's our guest. She needs to look at your chart. We just need a chart read and be like, why all of a sudden? Yeah, that's a good idea. I know. Um, I think it was the day it started. My car battery died. My favorite restaurant that we were going to for dinner was closed due to electrical issues. And um, I missed some clients' emails. Because there was like a glitch. Oh my God. It was, and at least my husband's like, that's three. And I'm like, wow, Mercury retrograde is hitting hard. <laughs> like, no kidding. Yeah. So, uh, knock on wood, knocking on every piece of wood, it's been okay since then. Maybe I got all mine and like, first day, here you go. Here's everything. Yikes. Yeah. Mine's just general miscommunication. <laughs> that's absolutely awful. Well, it's been okay since then. <laughs> since then, Good. We, we, we've been okay. But I I am so excited to, about tonight's guest because I know we mentioned this, but like we've been wanting to have her on bef- when this was still in the concept phase. Yeah, exactly. Like when we were first like, hey, we should have a podcast. I think your next sentence was, I know who we should have on as a guest. Well, absolutely. And if we had already been talking about we should have a podcast, we should do this or we want to do this. And she did my natal chart reading because I get one every year. That's my big Christmas present or birthday present and um, whenever it falls. And she's like, you know, communication is going to be really big. Like, have you ever thought of like writing or a podcast? And I'm like, okay, there's the sign. <laughs> there's the <laughs> sign. So she's brilliant. And um, I couldn't be more thrilled. Yeah, no, I... I think we've teased everybody enough because she is amazing. I think we should just get to it. Absolutely. Well, hello, everyone. We are so excited about our guest today. Brandy Burrow is a certified Hellenistic astrologer, intuitive medium, and tarot reader from the Austin, Texas area. She uses all of her skills to help clients see their amazing uniqueness and understand their direction in this life. Clients can expect a safe place to discuss their personal questions and receive their readings with compassion and enthusiasm. Like a true Gemini, Brandy has multiple abilities and skills. She's an astrologer, tarot reader, psychic medium, and Reiki master and teacher. Brandy has been professionally reading for clients all over the U.S. and many other countries since 2015, and we are so excited to welcome her to the Calling All Spirits podcast. So thank you, Brandy, for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be on this podcast tonight. Oh my goodness. I think I think I've been talking about having you on since you actually read my natal chart and like encouraged me to do a podcast. You I were on the say, yeah, you were on the list before the podcast became a reality. <laughs> I love it. I wouldn't have it any other way. And I remember that so well. I was like, Jessica, you're meant to like talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, right? 
Oh, no, it, it was an amazing reading. And I can vouch for Brandy's amazing skills as an astrologer and a palm reader and a medium, but you've mainly done my natal charts and that for my son. And and my God, you've read for the whole family, actually, as I go through it. It's been um, an honor, too. I know, like, you know, classic Gemini. I, I, I can't settle on one thing. So I just love learning and sharing all the abilities here, the palmistry, astrology, tarot. But yeah. <laughs> Well, your readings are so accurate. You blow us away every time everything you predict has come true down to the month. Even the even the times I was like, how is that possible? Nope, you were right every single time. So, so oh, I, I can vouch. <laughs> oh, Wait, no. I have a good Thank card you. system. Astrology is amazing <laughs> between the two. We can try to nail down timelines, though. So. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Jess told me about your YouTube channel with all the true crime <laughs> charts, and I have been enjoying the heck out of those. I just watched the one for the local Austin one that you did in collaboration with Let's Up With Astrology, and that was super interesting, at least as far as I could follow, because there's a reason we have you on as our expert, because we don't know what we're talking about when it comes to astrology. Oh, gosh. But what well, I understood I was, was amazing. <laughs> Yeah, I have the forensic astrology. I call it my dark side. Like it's, I just love true crime and, and I love the truth and astrology is great for, believe it or not, solving crimes or at least giving you information about crimes. And um, yeah, I, I network with Let's F with Astrology on YouTube and it, it's super fun. So <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you checking it out. No, yeah, it was super interesting. But it was very funny. I was sharing with my mom that you were coming on and she said, well, why aren't you doing it yourself? And I had to explain to her yet again that I don't understand it. And so naturally, when my nephew was born a couple of weeks ago, she sent me his birth chart. Very excited. And I said, cool. I don't know what any of this means. (laughs) Astrology is it's a lifelong study. You know, it's just it. But, you know, I said, you know, I always recommend just dive in, learn the signs, learn the planets between those two things you can figure out quite a bit. It's, you know, it's fun, but it's, it's a lot. (laughs) It it really is. And that may be a great place to start is to tell us more about yourself and how you got started into astrology and even mediumship and Paul, I know you do it all. So gosh, where does this journey begin? Well, I've always (laughs) been, I I just in love with astrology. Like even when I was a teenager, I was buying like the Gemini books where you can buy the books and look up every single day to see what your horoscope tells you. And I don't know why, but I had to wait till I was in my thirties to like dive deep and explore. I don't know why I never thought of it before, you know, um, mm-hmm. but I actually started out with mediumship. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. That was my, my jam. And, um, I, I really thought that's what I was going to do full time was mm-hmm. just mediumship. And then I was like, no, I love tarot, I'm, <laughs> dude, which I think tarot reading is a form of mediumship. I, I personally bring spirit in to communicate through cards, but, um, so it's similar. I don't know. And then I started diving into a deep study of astrology and wanted to share it. And then I got into the forensic astrology. So it's just, it's just that Gemini thing. Like I just keep (laughs) wanting to learn things and play with things. No, that that's amazing. And I, I knew you did mediumship, but I guess I forgot that you started with mediumship. I guess I always think the astrology came first for some reason. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, no, I started with mediumship and I still do mediumship readings, but tarot and astrology are, are really the ones I do the most and, and I, they're my jam. 
Well, and I love in your readings how you blend the two. Like it's it's so neat how you, how the tarot cards will support the astrology and vice versa. It's really neat. Yeah, you'll find a lot of those do. Even palmistry. You know, mm. you can read someone's palm, then read someone's birth chart, and it'll tell you a lot of similar things. And I was wondering, because just kind of for people getting into this, I know we you just said like kind of dive in. Is there any a good place to start? Is it like you start with like your sun and moon and rising or is, is there a, a good way to kind of just jump into all this? Yeah. So what I would do, learn the planets, you know, traditionally we use 10 planets in astrology um, mm-hmm. and that includes the sun and moon. I know they're not scientifically planets, but we, you know, astrology, <laughs> we call them planets. Just learn the basics of them. Like what, what does the sun represent? What does Venus represent? What is Pluto? And then learn the signs, same thing, characteristics of each sign. And then, you know, you'll have the sun and Taurus and you combine qualities of the sun with qualities of Taurus. And it gives you kind of the ball of information there. Mm-hmm. And then when you're looking at a chart, yeah, start with the big three sun, moon, rising sign that will give you so much information about a person. It's a great start. That that makes sense. I, I know um, they used to laugh at work at my my regular work when I was at the museum, when anybody new started, I, I would immediately be like, I need your sun. I need your moon. And I need your rising sign like to know how we're going to get along. And it usually really helped actually to know those about them. No, that's a great point. Yeah. It will help you get along with someone so well, just knowing that information, because you're going to know how they emotionally react. You're going to know their personality. You're going to mm-hmm. know if their first impression is going to kind of last like you know if they have a very different rising sign and sun the first impression is going to be way different after a couple weeks you know you're going to find (laughs) out they're a totally different person and it can just give you so much understanding and compassion towards other people it's great information to have yeah that makes a lot of sense I cracked myself up when I realized that a big reason my husband and I are compatible is because our ascendant and moon are reversed oh (laughs) yeah his moon is my rising and vice versa. And I thought that was hilarious. Yes. Yeah. My husband has a lot of opposite planets for me and yeah, it helps us get along great Been married going on 24 years and this month. Yeah. That is amazing. Congratulations. Yeah. Okay. Here's my lack of astrology knowledge, but I would have thought that would have been harder, but it's kind of like the yin and yang, like kind of the opposites. Yes. Exactly. You know, we kind of each bring something to the table and help each other with different perspectives, you know, like today he was helping me kind of like, you know, I get Gemini, like I get petty. (laughs) He's like, you know, he's on like the Scorpio Sag end and he's like, yeah, that's really nothing to get (laughs) worked up about. And I appreciate (laughs) that. You know, it's like, oh yeah, sometimes I need that reminder. Like I'm great with other people, but Mm -hmm. better with other people than myself. So it's nice to have that perspective. So is, what is the, do you have a favorite thing you do in astrology? Like, is it natal charts? Is it forensic? I know that's kind of hard to pick, but do you have something you really love doing? You can even clarify that this is your favorite thing today. Yeah. I was going to say, like we may, we may not be Gemini's, but we both have ADHD. So we kind of feel you a little bit. (laughs) Um, so yeah, no, what's your favorite thing today or this week? I will say today, this week, really natal stuff. And that's, that's kind of funny because I've been thinking about this last couple of days. I'm like, gosh, I'm, you know, I'm an astrologer. I'm a professional astrologer. Yet if you, you go to my social media, I shouldn't admit this, but you're not going to find a whole lot of information about current transits because 
and they are a thing. They are important. They do influence. And, <laughs> and I pay attention to my own study, but I'm like, I just like to kind of keep it about people and who people authentically are and people mm-hmm. embracing their talents, their abilities, their quirks. And for that, I love natal astrology because it just helps you understand yourself and it makes you more forgiving on yourself. Like, yeah, don't speak of being forgiving on yourself. Don't be too hard of on yourself about what you like to focus on. (laughs) I am. I'm like, why am I not talking more about transits? People need this information. And then I'm like, but yeah, the way you were talking about people in the natal charts, go ahead and put that mirror right in front of yourself until you tell you to stop being hard on yourself. Right. I know. I know. I know. Oh no, absolutely. Or sometimes yeah, it was funny, like knowing people at work. Cause whenever there was a big change coming, they always knew Jessica, who's the Taurus is going to be like, Oh, we got to approach this slowly. We can't expect her to dive in. Cause anytime there's a change, I was like, no, 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 no. We can't do this. I know that Taurus, it's such a fixed energy. <laughs> yeah. And it's not a bad thing. It's just how you roll. That's what works well for you. It, 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 is, is. it is a miracle that you're friends with me, given that I'll see the tower crumbling and I'll kick stones out of the way to make it go faster. <laughs> Like, let's oh, get it over with. Uh, this, this anxiety and stress of it happening in the moment is, is too much. Let's just finish pushing the stupid thing over and then we can adapt from the chaos. It'll be fine. I'm wondering if you have a bunch of fire signs in your chart. I have Sagittarius and four yeah. houses. I had a feeling. <laughs> I also have an Aries rising and I feel like that's what gets me in trouble most of the time. I love it. No, that's what my favorite thing in astrology. That's actually my favorite thing to do is like, I study people like, you know, when I was in Seattle and we we're sitting at the bar having a drink I, and the bartender's talking, I'm like not listening to really what he's saying. I'm watching his mannerisms, the way he talks. And I'm like, I'm guessing what his sign is and, and where, where his moon's at. And that's fun. It's a very that's, specialized form of people watching. That's not weird at all. It's fantastic. I love it. That's my no. thing. <laughs> no, and, well, and you answered my question of, can you tell when you meet people and what their signs are. And it sounds like you can. A lot of times you can. The moon sign is visible in the eyes, the Mm -hmm. way, you know, like you can see me as an example, someone who has a moon in Gemini, their eyes move around constantly. They're like thinking while they're talking and, you know, Scorpio moons have a very intense look in their eye. Like they're looking right through you. Aquarius moons tend to have kind of a spacey look. And so like, those are examples, but yeah, you can, you can tell. That is so interesting. I would, I know I'm like having to process that for a moment. That's fascinating because isn't the moon like our inner selves? Like kind of, well, I mean, the eyes are the gateway to the soul. So that weirdly tracks. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of been my experiment. And, um, for the most part, it works. Virgo moons can throw me sometimes, but other than that, the others are pretty obvious. (laughs) Okay. Well, I have to ask just because I am, what about Libra? What do Libras do? Libras. Okay. Don't get mad at me. Libra moons out there. I mean, that's the way they tend to have kind of a nervous energy. And so you can have kind of a nervous look in your eye or just a lot kind of like, okay, on the outside they're, they're calm, they're poised, but on the end, you can tell there's a lot going on on the inside. And so that's a classic Libra moon trait. Oh, also I, very I beautiful. <laughs> oh, hey, I can't argue with it at all. 
mostly because I'm super curious now and because I know you haven't even seen my chart because I haven't told you my birthday at all. Does your does your does your ability to try and guess the moon work over like Zoom and everything? Or oh, you is know it what? Something now that, that has to be in person. Give me a few minutes while I watch you talk a little bit. And- <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm just kind of curious now that you've described some of them. I'm like, oh, I wonder if that comes across. Oh yeah, God. yeah. I'll, I'll give me a little bit to study. <laughs> absolutely. This <laughs> and this is to continue the experiment, not to test your abilities, because I've seen okay. your abilities otherwise. Thank you. Yes. I, yeah, I, I will disclose. I can be wrong at my guessing game sometimes, but a lot of times it works. <laughs> I mean, you nailed me as a fire sign, so clearly you're onto something. Yeah, fire is like, yeah, you just see it in people. When there's a rising sign or a sun or a moon and fire, you just know it. I just think this is fascinating. We we were talking about we need to take a class from you, but it has to be like astrology for like, I hate to say astrology <laughs> for dummies, but like we were saying like, pretend we're five, explain this to us like we're a five-year-old. Like the idiot's guide to astrology for dummies. Like we need you know that I, dumbed I, I'm getting down. my pen out and I'm taking an, I'm making a sticky note because I like that idea. <laughs> because I've read books, like I've taken other online courses through like Hay House and it's like, it won't soak into my brain. And it's like, I yeah. want to learn this so badly and I just it's- can't retain it. I've had the big book of birthdays in my life for my entire, like, (laughs) since I was 12 years old and I can read it and I get a kick out of it, but I could not tell you other than somebody else translating it for me. I have no idea what it even means. That's, that's funny. You know, my, my big, and I'll just tell everybody my trick here. When you're trying to learn something like, and this goes Mm -hmm. for tarot as well. Mm -hmm. You associate a keyword, Mm -hmm. just get one keyword. And just kind of keep that in mind. And then like, when you're trying to learn astrology and you're like, okay, someone's got a sun in Sagittarius. Okay. My keyword for Sagittarius fun or outgoing. Okay. Trying to start with that. It's it, you know, you can expand Mm -hmm. out there. I always say do that with tarot as well. Like when you're trying to read tarot intuitively, get you a keyword. What's the first thing you see out of your cart? (laughs) I love that. No, that's such good advice. That is kind of what I've done with my divination cards, but I haven't done it with my tarot decks because like I, my, my, my solution to not have being able to remember the tarot deck was to pick an entirely different deck that had nothing to do with the tarot. Yeah. <laughs> found a different cheat, but that's a good idea. Cause I do need to practice. I found a new deck that I really like, and I need to play with it more. I'm stuck with the Rider weight. Like I collect, oh, yes. tarot decks. I have probably, I don't know, 30 of them. And this is the only one I read from. Like I just, it, it just, it's so good. Well, and now I read intuitively. Like when I tune in, it's more intuitive. But when I first got started, the little Virgo in me would do them like flashcards, like memorizing them and like just testing. I'm like, that is so, or it feels like a Virgo thing to do. Yeah. What in like the, the meanings, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> that's the thing, you know, tarot is about forming a relationship with your deck and letting them speak to you. And yes. Which is so much better. Like my readings got so much better once I kind of like ditched some of that. And, um, but yeah, in the beginning, goodness gracious, I'd write out the meanings over and over and over again. And I don't, I have way too much earth in my chart of like Capricorn Virgo. Hey, I'm a Taurus rising. And when I first started learning tarot, I was doing the same thing. And then I I can't memorize all this. Forget it. I'm just going to show up with my deck. And it was so much fun from there. And yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm so excited because we have a special treat tonight because you have looked at a really neat historical chart, which is March 31st, 1848. It's when the Fox sisters heard the first wrappings in Hydesville. 
but it's also considered the birth of modern spiritualism. And I am so excited to see what you saw in this chart. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This is a fun one. Like this, this was super fun. Um, and I appreciated learning more about this event, about fire. like, I, you know, my mediumship, what I learned, I learned a, like a system from the spiritualist church. <laughs> I'm like, why don't I know more about this? Yeah. <laughs> about where it came from. Um, I mean, to so, be fair, that was general, that was Jessica's inspiration for the pod because I just wanted to talk about this more. But she realized that with all the classes she was taking, that so many people don't know a lot about the history yeah. as they're learning the skills and techniques. So mm -hmm. this is apropos of why we do this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that <laughs> put me in that group. I'm like, wow, what? what am I, where did this it's, come from? So yeah, yeah. No, it's a great chart. And it's so funny because when you said, hey, let's look at this chart, you know, it's March 31st. Like before I even pulled it, I was like, there has to be a lot of Pisces stuff going on. There's got to be like a really strong Jupiter. Neptune's got to be like on, not on fire as in a fire sign, but on fire working great. <laughs> and like, I pulled this chart and that's exactly what's going on. <laughs> I, I am so excited. I've got goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Do we want to show the chart and chat? Yes. We're going to pretend that we know anything about what you're saying while you use words. Just yeah. nod your head. <laughs> yes. <gasps> All right. Can we see this chart? It says March 31st, 1848. Yep. Yes. Perfect. Oh. So Jessica, as you said, this is like, can I say this is a birth of spiritualism? This is what they consider the birth of modern spiritualism. Yep. Okay. Perfect. And so, and I have to kind of give a disclosure on this chart, the houses you can't really pay attention to because we don't know right. what time things were going on. I kind of just exactly. did an evening time. Um, right. We're just really looking at the planets, which gives us plenty of information. <laughs> totally cool. I would like love to know what time it happened and look at houses too, though. Like maybe, maybe someday yes. that'll come forward. But look at this huge Pisces stellium. Mm. I don't know if you can see my cursor. Does that? Yes. yes. Okay. Oh my goodness. So this is happening really right before a new moon, because a new moon is when the sun and moon are in the same sign. You got the sun over here in Aries. So the moon's kind of like wrapping up its cycle, getting ready to be a new moon in a couple of mm -hmm. days. But so, you know, I always feel like there's kind of a sense of urgency with that. It's kind of similar to like a planet being at 29 degrees, it's getting ready to enter a new sign. And so it's like, mm -hmm. let's get work done. So anyway, like I found that interesting, but the moon in Pisces is so super psychic and intuitive because, you know, Pisces is a sign of spirituality and a mystery and it's so expansive, you know, I'll, believe it or not, a lot of astronauts are Pisces. Oh, that's cool. Really? They don't let, you know, Pisces has no boundaries. It's just open and you know wow. so yeah so we have this very open energy going on with the moon we got oh, neptune right there with the moon which is this little fork looking mm -hmm. thing and the moon is like an amplifier so anytime we have the moon with something it's like amplifying that energy so we got neptune which is in its home sign of pisces modernly um pisces is ruled by neptune so it's mm -hmm. very strong neptune is, is, um, if you know, astrology is very like 12th house because 12th house is a Pisces house. And mm. so Neptune's about mystery. It's about exploring. It's a, it's very dreamy. It's very artistic, creative. 
very spiritual. Wow. But but the thing with Neptune, so we try not to make this a huge astrology lesson. <laughs> hey, that's okay. Yeah. Like Sagittarius is also very spiritual. It's more of a sign of spiritual, whereas Neptune can be more like religion. Oh, okay. Wow. They both have like a spirituality, but Neptune can kind of pull more into the direction of religion. So I find that interesting mm-hmm. that we have such a strong Neptune with the moon on, you know, a night that created, can I, can I call spiritualism a religion? Yeah. yeah they consider it a yeah. religion. I mm-hmm. thought, okay. So, you know, that makes sense. <laughs> it, do- it really does. Yeah. And, you know, we got Venus there. Venus is exalted in Pisces, meaning um, it's a very expansive sign for that planet. It can be exaggerated sometimes, kind of like seeing something bigger than it is. And then we got okay. Mercury there in Pisces. And Mercury in Pisces is is very interesting. It's considered a fall <laughs> because Mercury is at home in Virgo and also exalted in Virgo. So Pisces mm-hmm. is the opposite sign from Virgo. So the fact that Mercury's in the opposite of its good signs is considered a fall. Now that doesn't mean um, necessarily anything bad. Like people who are born with Mercury and Pisces tend to have very good imaginations or can mm. daydream or can brainstorm. Like they can get into that imaginative space. And then we got Saturn there. <laughs> that one I had to kind of look at for a while. <laughs> Cause like Saturn, and of course I'm, I'm more of a Hellenistic astrologer where Saturn is looked at as a malefic planet, as a planet that comes with challenges, hard work, you know, it's a disciplinarian. It, it's not as fun. So I'm kind of like, what this tells me, Saturn visiting all these planets on a night like this is that it's kind of like an anchor, like longevity because Saturn's like old, it, it rules old age. It's, you know something that just stays. And so it it feels like an anchor here. Like, Hey, 1848, fast forward to 2023. We're still going to be talking about this. Oh my goodness. Isn't that wild that, I mean, if people don't get to see this video every, I think everything <laughs> you're saying, my jaw is like dropping, <laughs> but that but blows you know, my astrology mind. Always, always shows a picture. And, you know, not to go into everything else, but that's like why forensic astrology or like why pulling charts when events happen Mm -hmm. always tell the story. That's incredible. Yeah. So I knew I had a feeling I'm like, this chart is going to have a ton of Pisces. It's going to (laughs) have Neptune going on and Jupiter. Let's talk about Jupiter in this chart. So Jupiter is in the sign of cancer, which is exalted. Again, exalted is like, um, a very expansive energy a planet works in and can be really good. It can be exaggerated again, but Jupiter mm-hmm. already is a crazy expansive planet. Mm-hmm. So it's like abundance and wisdom and growing. And we're in a sign of cancer who has no boundaries. It's this water sign. Uh-huh. And so, you know, and, and Jupiter, another planet that represents spirituality and talks about spirituality and wisdom and philosophies and maybe a little religion. Like I said, I think that's more Neptune, but you know, crazy expansive sign trining all this Pisces. Wow. Trining Venus. Exactly. And so looking at this, I'm like, okay, there there could be a couple things going on here. One, (laughs) I think like this event 
is definitely going to kind of like, I want to say like spread like wildfire or people are going to be definitely interested in it or, you know, mm-hmm. the story's going, I don't know if that's, I probably should have done more research. Is that what happened? Oh yeah. No, that is absolutely yeah. dead it on did. accurate. Yes. It took off like a wildfire in a field of dry hay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so there's, there's definitely a lot of interest in this with that Jupiter and cancer and all this Pisces, it feels like it's beyond interest and faith it feels like because Pisces can have like an element of unknown and unseen and and lack evidence feels Mm -hmm. like this is thing that gives people evidence in in such a topic that's unseen and unverifiable and so you know pretty interesting there I love the Mars and Gemini in this chart oh Gemini is communication that that'll be the knocking that'll be like communication with even with the dead talking educating people mm-hmm. people about this and mars mars is it's many things but it, it's action it's actual physical energy so even just like something like knocking mars is also like hitting like you're looking <laughs> you're looking at someone like who who's gotten beat up or like violence has fallen upon them mars is doing something in the chart so you know, even like something like just knocking and exerting like an energy or, or a force uh-huh. is so Mars. Oh my, <laughs> again, my jaw's just dropping this entire time. Wow. That's incredible. It is. It is. And then we got the Aries. We can't ignore the Aries energy going mm-hmm. on. Part. We got the sun in Aries and we got it there with Uranus and Aries. I know I'm probably like a really bad astrologer. I, I forgot what year Uranus was discovered. I don't even know if they knew about it in this year. It was somewhere around this time, <laughs> but the fact, but it was still there, you know, we just couldn't right. we didn't know about it, but the sun and Uranus together. So when these planets come together, it, it, it really is about some form of kind of, you know, it's kind of rebellious, but it's like breaking free from the mold or doing something really different, being really unique. This feels like probably around this time, I imagine like there's certain religious beliefs. There always has been. We've had wars mm-hmm. over religion and like right. people disagreeing. This kind of gives an energy to go against the grain and be like, this could cause me a lot of grief, but here's this thing, you know, and kind of speaking outside the box and being original and being unconventional. So we got a lot going on this day. <laughs> and to answer the question, uh, Uranus was discovered in 1781. Oh, hell, we already knew about it. So, okay. But he thought it was a comet initially. So I don't know if that counts yeah. as a discovery. I'm like, you know, I know like, Pluto was like discovered in the 30s, 1930s. Yeah. Other than that, I don't care. I just, yeah. yeah. They've been, we've been seeing Uranus for centuries now. So that definitely counts. Perfect. Thank but you that- for that. I appreciate <laughs> it. I'll, I'll remember it now. Google for the assist. <laughs> Is your moon in Gemini? No. Okay. <laughs> that was such a moon and Gemini moment. <laughs> that, that would be the, uh, the ADHD part of my brain that, <laughs> that commiserates nicely with Geminis. It does. Yes. I, I love it. I'm into it. But I mean, that's so fascinating to me about kind of breaking the mold because this is also, it, well, I mean, spiritualism is definitely breaking the mold from the traditional religions. But also not on this day, but during this time, you're having the whole burned over district and all that. And you're having Mormonism pop up and you're kind of having all these things springing up. It's just amazing how what we know of the history, how it all 
fits in this chart and on this day. Like you're just seeing it. Yeah. The sky is telling the story and it always will. And kind of, you know, when I first really was diving deep, deep, deep into astrology, I mean, Mm -hmm. almost put me in a philosophical crisis because it's like, how much free will do we have? Like (laughs) what's ruling what? Like, is it just reflecting what's going on? Are we influenced? Is it saying, Hey, this is what's going to happen. Like it's, it's crazy. It's mind blowing. That is, I mean, I, and I don't know if there is an answer to that, but, or you may have kind of your thoughts, but I've, what, what do you think of that? Cause I've wondered that too. Like, like you said, is it already written in the stars kind of no matter what we do? <laughs> like, no, maybe like, it's not uncommon in the metaphysical community to think we come in with a certain plan, right? You know, like we're here to grow. We're here to work on this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it makes me wonder is is astrology, are the planets kind of like a recipe? Like, oh, okay. When things are, you know, calibrated a certain way, it's when I'm going to come in. So then I'm this way to deal with this, this, and this like, right. Oh no. I, I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. Right. I don't know if anyone knows. I've yeah. always looked at it kind of like it's my, my path is more or less cut. And if I go off path, it's a lot harder than it should be. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. however, does not work right when Saturn's doing stuff because everything's harder than it should be when Saturn's involved. So, yeah, I've had my own philosophy melt when it comes to figuring out how much astrology has an effect on our free will. It's it's yeah. ridiculous. Maybe but. we have a little free will. Like I can wear a blue shirt today or a black shirt. But <laughs> my trigger still going to kick my butt. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know either. No, but I mean to think well and I know you said and so I won't skip ahead you saw some stuff about maybe you know was this real was this not because I really want to hear that but but before I even get to that to think in this little Hydesville New York this chart for that night it it really does reflect this birth of a new religion regardless before I have anything else like it was like that is very spiritual Mm -hmm. I mean I know that sounds funny but um, you do have some religion that this is Brandy's opinion, but <laughs> that can feel kind of dry and not spiritual and maybe more mm-hmm. tradition. Like this is very like, there's, it doesn't feel like with all this Pisces and Jupiter and cancer mm-hmm. that there's a certain set of rules. It's like, right. like, ex, you know, adventurous and let's explore and Absolutely. let's do the thing. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> let's not restrict ourselves. Yes. Well, what are rules? We don't care. We're in a tent. There aren't any walls. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sun and Uranus together are no rules. <laughs> wow. Well, and this would be certainly breaking them. I mean, especially going hard. To, yeah, it really, it still breaks rules and there's still debates over it to this day. Oh yeah. And there's still lots of ministers and pastors out there that think we are all uh, embodying the devil by doing any of this. <laughs> oh yes. yeah. Yeah. I got told to grow up yesterday by some stranger. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just, it's, I don't know if it'll ever be accepted by everyone, but no, but it was, but to see it in the chart, even at the beginning, it was, it was there. I'm curious what you think about, is this, did it happen? Did it not like that aspect? (laughs) I know Jessica, I I, I'm like sending her voice messages. I'm kind of scared. I'm like, I don't know. I, you know, I don't want to step on anyone's toes. I don't know if I'm, you know, can I talk about this? And I was so relieved when you're like, no, this is part of the story. Like Mm -hmm. it is. Yeah. You know, I'm doing my research on the Fox sisters and I come across, I guess, and one of them, and when they got older and older age, 
Mm-hmm. It said it was a hoax, maybe while under the influence of alcohol. Do I have the they, in their older age? They were never not under the influence of alcohol, <laughs> hardly, because they. The way we've described them is kind of like child stars. They were in circles that forced them to grow up a little bit awkwardly compared to the way a standard childhood would be. And so they were introduced to champagne and brandy at a very young age and enjoyed it pretty thoroughly with a few gaps here and there when they tried to dry out. Got it. Got it. Okay. Well, that makes sense. You know, (laughs) Yeah. I got their charts over here too. We can (gasps) kind of look at those. Yes. I didn't study them too far, but we can like look at them together. They're, they're, that'd be fun. I love how she says that like we're going to know what we're looking at. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we can all look at them together and see them through your eyes. Yes. No, I even do this to people who aren't even in the metaphysical community. I'm talking about like charts and people just look at me like, come on, like, <laughs> take that somewhere else. Is it a hoax? Yeah. So I'm reading about that and I'm looking at this chart. Mm-hmm. And I was worried it might come up when talking about it because yeah. you got like going back to Jupiter and Venus being an exalted sign. Sometimes you get exaggeration. Mm. Okay. Um, that doesn't mean it was or wasn't, you know, I'm just saying mm-hmm. mm, this is kind of and Neptune right there. Now, Neptune, as spiritual as it is, comes up when we're looking at lies, deception, things that aren't true. Um, delusion mm. and you know every planet has like its lower octave and higher octave qualities so right neptune is that sometimes you get lies sometimes you get someone completely spiritual and you know but neptune's right there with the moon and very strong with that venus and then we got mercury in pisces mm-hmm. in a fall and now and i want to be clear for someone who has this in a natal chart this is different i'm looking at event astrology which we kind of use things a little different. So if you, if you're born with Mercury and Pisces, I'm not saying this about you at all, Uh, (laughs) but like when we're looking at forensic astrology, for example, and we see a Mercury and Pisces, sometimes we see someone who's lying because it's in Neptune sign. And so we do have some markers here that make me question, but I wouldn't say yes at the hoax. And I wouldn't say no, you know, I'm kind Mm -hmm. of like, yeah, I, I got some things that here that would support it, but I, there's a lot of things here that show it could be a genuine psychic ability. It right. could even be a little both. And, and I think we've kind of wondered that Caitlin, I think we kind of came just to our own c- conclusion that they probably did have abilities, but was some of it embellished over the years or kind of made yeah. exaggerated as you get into the golden the age of spiritualism and the gilded age and having to one-up each other in order to keep your audience, you start padding the resume, so to speak. Yeah, Where, yeah. It could have been, maybe they were getting knocking from a spirit, but maybe it wasn't like in the order of the alphabet and they were getting right. this information or, or maybe, maybe they really thought they were and that's really not what was going on. Mm-hmm. You know, we could have this too. And then another theory I have, because you know, being a practitioner and, and networking with other practitioners, I know a lot of us, we go through imposter syndrome. Sometimes mm, we yes. question ourselves, you know, cause, cause yes. we have, you know, integrity. We want to make sure we're helping people that we're being, you know, it's just mm. something you go through. I think probably people of all trades experience it, but yeah. Could this represent some imposter syndrome? Could, could she have said this was a hoax because she was just doubting herself? Right. No, it's fascinating. It's one of those I'm sitting with because that, that makes sense. I mean, I think especially mediumship, 
because it's like, are we just hearing voices in our head? Or are we just making this up? And so that's a really interesting way to look at this too. You know, overall though, whether it was a hoax or not, you know, the spiritualist movement came from this and mediumship right. is real. And right. And there's a lot of us who use it, help people heal. <laughs> and so it doesn't really matter. Right. Right. No, <laughs> it, if it was a hoax and you know, they were just scamming people. It really opened the doors for us. <laughs> Absolutely. True. No, it did. And, and it's so fascinating to see it in the chart. Like it's kind of right there in the chart and this movement. I, yeah, oh, I think that's so cool. You know, what's cool now It's like now in the sky right now, Neptune is in Pisces again. I it has know. been for a few years. And it's like, how big is mediumship getting in the last decade? It's huge. And yeah. I was over here blaming everybody anticipating COVID because it also happens right before big uh, tragic events that take out a lot of the population. I didn't even think about looking at the astrology as it tied in because that just makes way too much sense. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, Uranus just, um, well, not just a few years, about four or five years ago, left Aries. And so we kind of had that combination going on again. And yeah, I mean, spiritualism, mediumship, a lot of people are, are, and it's great normalizing it. Right. Learning to do it. You got like regular people out there doing it. It's, it's awesome. And so yeah, I, some similarities right now. That is so fascinating. Cause yeah, Caitlin, you and I have had those conversations, but again, I always love how you can see it in the stars, like what you're feeling or you're sensing, you can see it. Because I know I, I feel like I've been working on this for a couple of years, but it was probably two or three years that I finally like, okay, we're really going to do this and focus on it. And, and it feels like everybody's waking up people, someone in Tom's class at his kindergarten, I found out one of the moms is taking mediumship classes. And it's like, what? Awesome. Like, I know, I know we both spotted each other at a mediumship event. It's like, wait, you're doing this? <laughs> exactly. It was like a secret club. Like we, we, and it's like, oh, okay. We have like, uh, this is cool. And I was like, have you told anybody else? And she's like, not really. I'm like, yeah, me. <laughs> and it's so cool. Who's even like on the other side of it, who's showing up for readings too. Yes. Like I, I'm just always amazed at like clients, like what mm -hmm. their background is, you know, what their profession is. Like so many people are yes. open to it and utilize it. That's, I can say my husband's one of them. He went from like <laughs> being terrified if I brought, bought a crystal to he's accepting of all this. And he even got a reading from you, Bernie, which I'm reading for him. Yeah. He did. He did. And I'm actually trying to get him back in. Cause I'm like, we need to see what the rest of the year looks like. We just need to get a reading. <laughs> so I'm working on it. <laughs> yes. Yes. It was great. So that I never, I didn't think about that too. The clientele, how yeah. many people are opening up to it. Yeah. And it's kind of similar. I mean, I think now it's way more expansive than it was in 1848, but even in 1848, this had to have been huge, you know? Oh. And so, yeah, kind of going back to the hoax question, I just feel like, you know, my, I've come to the conclusion. It, it just doesn't matter because mm -hmm. even back in the day, you probably had people who maybe were a little less scared of death or maybe had the peace of knowing their loved one was communicating with them. You know, there's always that good side. So I don't, I don't know if it was a hoax, maybe doesn't matter. I think that's beautiful. I, I love, I think that's kind of what we've come to too. Yep. It still started this amazing movement. So yeah.
but I'm curious, did you say you had the other, cha the charts? I, but oh, I, I know, I don't want to keep you like too long, but I'm so curious. This is fun. No, let's look up. So, okay. Make sure I got the right sister. I got a Leah Fox or Lee. Leah. Uh -huh. yeah. Leah's yeah. one of them. Okay. And then we got Kate. Uh-huh. Okay. And then we have Maggie. Yes. yes. Margareta. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Which one do we want? Let's see. And I noticed there's a kind of an age gap. Leah. Yes, she a was much older. Yeah. What do you think, Kate? You I don't know. I kind of want to do Kate and Maggie first and then Leah after because as we cover history, like she's always the afterthought anyway. So like because we don't like her, we'll go ahead and follow <laughs> that trend. Yeah, who's the one who spilled the beans? Maggie. Um Maggie. Maggie. Yeah, Maggie's the one who uh it came out and said that it was fake, but then a year later it took that back as well. But one of the reasons she gave for why she came out and said that it was fake was because she was mad at her sister, sister Leah, who was basically acting as their agent and pushed them really fast into the world there to do this full-time. Sabotaging. I see. I see. Yeah. Well, here's Kate. Did we say we wanted to look at Kate? Yeah, Sorry. Kate's fine. Yeah. 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 Okay. So yeah, this is her chart. And again, we can't pay attention to the houses. I just have yeah. it like 12 a.m. Like, why not? You know? Yeah. So yeah, she's got a son in Aries, which is a very um kind of a, like a fast energy. Like, yeah, let's start something. These people have kind of a bit of courage there with them. She's got mm -hmm. Pluto right by the sun, which is very powerful. This is someone who can exert their power. And this is someone who usually Sun and Pluto together, they don't really trying to say it nicely. They don't like dealing with other people's drama. They, they usually want the truth. They, they kind of don't put up with a whole lot of nonsense. Okay. So we kind of got this. Now she's got the Mercury and Venus here and Pisces together. So we were kind of talking about those energies. Like this is the same placements in the spiritualism chart, the Mercury wow. Venus and Pisces. Yes. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. So who was the one who heard was there one who heard it first or was it was both Maggie and Kate yeah. as far as I remember. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, cause there is in the same room with them. Yeah. So she was basically having a Mercury Venus return, which happens every year, but it kind of oh. makes sense why on this day, this is coming out and, and this is being explored and, and, um, talked about. So kind of makes sense. Wow. Now she's got a moon in Sagittarius. So, I mean, in that sun and Aries, she's fiery. <laughs> probably love that. pretty motivated I wouldn't be surprised if this was like her idea like okay like hey this weird stuff's happening let's put it out there for everybody <laughs> let's roll with it yeah it's pretty brave and okay I love it look at this Mars and Jupiter together uh-huh fire sign again and Leo within like a degree like Jupiter can also be kind of like an amplifier and expanse, you know, expansive energy there with mm -hmm. Mars. Yeah. This girl's brave, courageous, and probably is pretty good at taking risks. That's really cool. I don't know what I imagined from her. I think I almost imagined like somebody a little more demure. I, I don't know why, but that's, that's because so she cool. was a young lady in the Victorian period. And that's the assumption. <laughs> I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of depends on, you know, house placement I'm kind of doing a general like hey these are some common things with planets if we find out what time she's born and the sun and Pluto's in the 12th house she might be more introverted or private but if it's anywhere else probably not but it's hard it's kind of hard you know you can 
it's good to know a little bit about people and then kind of look at the astrology too. You know, I think, um, right. Was it you just cause talking to like Hitler? Yes. Well, because I was, I was asking you, like, can we look at people from the past and tell a lot from their, their charts, you know, and kind of what kind of people they were and add that to the historian in, in me is like any additional information we can get on these people. I want to get, we can speculate, you know, and and it's really good though, if you know something about them and then you can validate it in the chart, that's probably the best way. But yeah, like Hitler has this like Venus ruled chart. His son mm-hmm. is ruled by Venus. You would think he's a really sweet person if you just looked at the astrology. But once you dive in and realize he's taken a lot of the negative sides. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Sorry. I don't want to like bring the conversation down. No, but it's good to know, you know, that you can't just look always at their chart to know what kind of person they were. I would say, yeah, have fun, speculate, just don't, right. you know, yeah. And just kind of go from there. Mm-hmm. Let's look at mm-hmm. Maggie's. Yes. I'm curious. All right. So here's Maggie's chart. So interesting. She's total opposite. She's a Libra. Oh, opposite from Aries sister, Kate, because Aries and Libra are opposites. She got all these planets in Libra, Mercury, Mars, Saturn. She got Saturn pretty close to the sun there. This could be someone who might be wiser than their years or comes across mature, maybe not. Could also be someone who's dealing with a lot of struggles and challenges in life Mm. because that's Saturn for you. So see how you can kind of take it lots of different ways. Right. Of course. Yeah. Um, Now Mars there in Libra. That's what we consider a detriment because Mars is at home in the opposite sign of Aries. Hmm. She does have Mars there, which which is interesting. That, hmm, I want to be careful here. That might explain trying to like kind of sabotage this. Oh, that's everybody with Mars and Libra does this. I want to be careful with that, but right. Mars doesn't work well in Libra. It doesn't have the control it should have. Now, a lot of people use it for good. You find a lot of people who have like a Mars and Libra and they want to go into law enforcement and, and justice and, and use it properly there. Mm-hmm. It's really, you know, this is why I think everybody should have an astrology reading. Right. <laughs> to learn how to use your planets for good. Right. If you yeah. don't know about it, this could be a planet that could very well be out of control. Yeah. Maggie decided to hand control over her life to her, uh, quote, husband, unquote. And that's very Libra too, Mars and Libra. Yeah, like he got her to convert religions and it wasn't even his religion. It was that was not a happy relationship, in my opinion. It wasn't healthy at all. Okay, we know that. This is great. We can pick this out of the chart. She's got Venus in Virgo. And that is remember, it's exalted in Pisces. Virgo is opposite of Pisces. So this is what we call a fall. This Mm -hmm. can be, if you don't know about it, if you don't know how to work the energy right, you can lose some identity in partnerships or let unfortunate things happen to you. Not let, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. things. Can yeah. He uh, not only controlled her whole life, he then up and died and left her uh rudderless, so to speak. Oh my gosh. That's terrible. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. He was a terrible person in my opinion. I will rant about him for 45 minutes of given half an option. Oh my, that's just sad. But what's so interesting to me is we see this in Maggie's chart 
But then Kate was so assertive and she did have a much better marriage and more of a partnership. And and so that's really fascinating to see the two. Yeah. So fire signs, like we saw in Kate, that's assertive, you know, fire can be much better with that. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do we know about who we got left? Leah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Kate's favorite. <laughs> I like her more than I like Elijah. Does that count? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Elijah. Yep. It's okay. not hard for me she's to like anybody like more. The than oldest him. sister or older? I think she's the oldest, yes. yeah. I or at least yeah, much older than them. I don't remember. Definitely older because when the girls were still at the house, she was like married and her husband had already left her with her first kid and she was teaching piano lessons to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, Leah's got Venus in a detriment. Oh. In Aries. Now again, if you guys who are listening have Venus in a detriment or fall. It does not mean you're doomed in relationships. Some people do really well, but like I said, you kind of want to know your energy and how to use it, you know, very in certain ways to make things successful. Yeah. Venus and Aries that, that can happen. We all do something different with the clay we're given. It's, yes, it's yes. fine, but yes. that's very funny. I, I'm just thinking, I was looking at my son's chart real quick. I'm wow. like, I think his Venus is an Aries. That's okay. <laughs> like that- you know, people who have Venus in Aries, Marilyn Monroe has it, I believe. Yeah. Oh, oh Ooh. Wow. they fall in love very yep. easily. Yep. He does. <laughs> that can be beautiful though. Like yeah. I have seen, cause I read for a bunch of people. <laughs> I have seen successful partnerships with, with Venus and, you know, you gotta look at the whole chart because sometimes right. like you have Venus in, in a rough sign. Well, sometimes you're aspecting it to Jupiter, which can right. help, which can bring because right. Jupiter is a uh, what we call a benefic. It brings <laughs> in a great, beautiful energy and can mitigate. Absolutely, and I'll go back and 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 listen to my son's natal chart. I have that <laughs> same, so I'm going to go back to when you because I know you talked about it, and I don't remember there being any like red flags or anything like that. It was it was fine. So. You'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> but that's but, interesting. You know, we when like I'm reading stories of celebrities mm-hmm. who have had like multiple divorces or have a hard time you know being in long committed relationships a lot of times something's going on with Venus like mm-hmm. sometimes it's in Aries sometimes in Virgo sometimes it's in Pisces and that very exaggerated sign and not saying everybody but maybe for some people monogamy is not you know, their jam and they should respect right. that. So I'll just give an right. example of how you can, this is a Gemini moment. I'm not saying everybody who has these <laughs> should live that lifestyle, but I'm just saying like, it, it can look many different ways. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Okay. So, so we know that about her. <laughs> Does it show anything else? About, I'm, I'm curious. It's wait, I'm going to test myself. Is her son in Aries? Am I her right on that? In Aries. Very good. Yes. Yeah. So she's also fire son who it might be somewhat courageous, kind of depends what house it's going to be in. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, she, she got the moon and Jupiter together. Now this is a 12 AM chart. If she's born like 1130 at night, that moon probably going to move into Leo, but probably. Yeah. So, but you know, it's with Jupiter, it's pretty close. That's a pretty expansive moon. I imagine she's pretty intuitive. 
Oh, now a lot of people are choose to use it or not. You know that. Mm -hmm. I mean, she worked as a medium too. She just wasn't as famous as the sister she put, promoted. Yeah, it's a pretty intuitive energy. Like that's kind of one thing I would put out as a fact. <laughs> you got like right. the moon and Jupiter in the sign of Cancer together. You're psychic. <laughs> wow. Well, that's interesting, Kate, because we wondered like. Was she, or did she just jump on the bandwagon? Yeah. So like, did she feel left out and wanted to do it too? Or was it something that may have run in the family or it turns it out looks, it's at least in her chart? Yeah, absolutely. No. So that's one question answered. So we can give her the benefit of the doubt on that point. Maybe yes. we like, won't hey, give her the other ones, but that too. one, she might've been trying to fool people and realize she could really do it. <laughs> oh, now that's possible too. Also possible. But you know, I'll say, you know looking at just briefly at these charts, I think they at least had an interest in spirituality. I, I love that. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it, it really does. And it's, I, it's so cool to see that. And just even, like we said, it, it just blows my mind, even their relationships and how those turned out and personalities, it, it's all there. Yeah. Things uh, vary within charts, depending on how planets are aspected or, or what houses they're in. But there are some pretty like basic traits that are just, I don't know if I want to say fact, but a little more ingrained maybe. Yeah. Well, Brandy, I cannot thank you enough. You have gone above and beyond. We just wanted to look at one event and you, you have the charts for the girls, which oh, I'm just so excited to see those too. Yeah. That was really <laughs> cool. That's how astrology works. You look at one thing and then your brain's like, what's going on in this person's chart? <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, yes, you are definitely going to have to teach a class. We may have, you may have to do private lessons with us because we may be, it may take a while. Yeah, we may need remedial tutoring before yes. we can get very far. We'll do it. We'll do flashcards. We'll work yes. on it. We will get Perfect. it down. <laughs> yes. So one day we can look at a natal chart because I look at it and I want to know what it says so badly. <laughs> and it's just like, like looking at the Rosetta Stone, like, you know, it says something important, but you don't know what. <laughs> it's a puzzle sometimes, you know, sometimes yeah. I have to stare at natal charts for a little bit to be like, something's crazy is going on here. <laughs> and now, we, yeah, you know, well, maybe we'll, we'll get a class going. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. And, and we want to know where can listeners find you to take classes, receive a reading, learn more about you, please share. Thank you. Yes. Brandy And I am still on Facebook. I love Facebook. <laughs> We're on you Facebook too. Me. No judgment. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, Facebook's like my major social, but Brandy Burrow, uh, astrology and tarot on that one. And uh, also on Instagram. Yeah. I would love to connect with you. You guys find me and let's connect. Absolutely. And before we let you go, any other guesses on my moon? I'm going to say Scorpio. No, but you did oh. admit at the beginning that Virgo throws you. Oh, it does. Oh. See, there we go. <laughs> it does. I don't know. It's the one sign, one moon sign that, and my son has a, um, my son, like S-O-N, yes. <laughs> my little boy. <laughs> Good <Yeah>. clarification. <laughs> he's also, he's 20. He, he has a moon in Virgo. So you had practice and you still can't get it. And my dad that I, I don't know what it is. Or it was a self-defense mechanism. You didn't want to read them. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. So that's, yeah, that's a good, that's, see, that's a learning thing for me. If like on the second guess, I haven't got it. You got a moon and Virgo. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is so cool. What Fair enough. <laughs> well, thank you again, Brandy, for joining us this evening. Well, it was amazing. You. Thank you so much. It was fun. Yes. 
Well, that was absolutely amazing. I don't know about you, but I'm even happier now that we had her on. Oh, me too. It was wonderful. Like, and we learned so much. Like, it was amazing how much showed up in the charts. That just blows my mind. Exactly. And I actually kind of love that she was only passingly familiar about the history because then we were able to pull random things out. And she's like, oh, yeah, no, that's where it is in the chart. And that's where that is in the chart. And we're like, okay. So in case we didn't believe, not that we didn't, um, she clearly knows what she's doing. Oh, I know. It, it really was fascinating. I mean, especially the whole, like, how it the religion uh, like coming in and how it would be staying around for a long time and then even the girls and their personalities yeah. and how that played into their relationships i loved every i mean we've already been talking to her and then um together about like okay this is going to have to be a regular thing yeah We're, we definitely have to have her for sure <laughs> so many more people that we need to learn more about <laughs> absolutely we have so many birth charts we need to look at now yes but- In the meantime, thank you all so much for listening and joining us. Let us know what you thought of our wonderful guest star uh, and our wonderful interview because we loved it and we'd like to make sure that you are also loving it. And if you did like it, please remember to do us the favor of appeasing the podcast gods and remember to like us anywhere that you are listening to us and subscribe because it's free and you will know when we have things happening. It doesn't hurt. Why wouldn't you want to do it? It's, you know, then you know we have new episodes out. Absolutely. And kind of like Kate said, we want to hear from you. So let us know what you think about this episode. And if there are any other spirited topics or guests that you want us to explore in future episodes or have on, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook at Calling All Spirits Pod. Or you can always email us at CallingAllSpiritsPod at gmail.com. Or you can become a subscriber on Patreon and message us directly and we will write you back. And I want to say if you're feeling lucky, you can try utilizing one of our birth charts to get in contact with us. But I feel like that's not going to work even in a creative way. But maybe they could look at the chart to see the perfect time to reach out to us. Ooh, there we go. Find the chart for the perfect time to make sure that your email comes through and it's not a Mercury retrograde. Yes. And we see it. Perfect. <laughs> But until then, thank you everybody for listening. Bye. Bye.